Good evening. Welcome to Five Day with Jay. I am your host, J.R. Murdoch. Thank you so much for joining me. All right, this evening. Sorry we're doing this later and later in the evening. I'm trying not to do that, but, you know, life. Sometimes you just got to do things and relax when you can relax and enjoy your time when you can enjoy your time and just deflate every once in a while. Today was a more than stressful day at work, so it was nice to just sit down, relax, and watch some TV and eat some popcorn and just unwind after work. Of course, getting my workout in, doing all of that type of thing as well. How are you this evening? Thank you so much for joining me. It's a good day. Pup, pup date, number one, pup date. Puppy is still doing really good. She got to go to Fiesta Island over the weekend. Uh, was it over the weekend or was it yesterday? Gosh, the days are all blending together. I believe it was yesterday she went to Fiesta Island and then my favorite daughter and came back here with, uh, with my wife and puppies played the day around the house and Coda is currently here with us right now and Iho and my favorite daughter are over there doing some work over at uh, Iho's house and getting stuff done over there that they needed to get done, they wanted to get done. Uh, Iho had his midterms, number two, he had his midterms. Iho, you watching this? I know you did great. I know you did great. I know you knocked it out of the park. I know you're you're very modest and oh gosh it was tough I I know you did a great job I know how much effort you're putting into this and you're gonna do great you're gonna do great things I already know that um, I'm proud of you either way you've gone farther than a lot of people will ever get with their education so you're almost there you're almost done good job number three as I mentioned work we have a couple of things going on at work right now a couple of people are out therefore today was a little more stressful than normal because I'm one of the backups of the people that are out I have like four or five things sitting on my plate that I need to get done but unfortunately other things take priority when a client calls in saying they're having trouble that takes priority over I need to update some wording on a web page type of thing so I know the work needs to be done. I know I need to get it done. I'll get there. I'll get it done. I know it's just navigating these waters at the moment while people are out, as I said. We still haven't backfilled for one of the people that left the team. We might be able to backfill for somebody else who is on our team, but not really on our team. So when that person's moved off, we'll open another position, get another working person in there get them trained up get them going we've got a lot of investigations that we've got going on with what i do cybersecurity. in case you forgot about that so a lot of investigations going on a lot of work a lot of data we're looking at revamping some web pages we're looking at revamping some reports we're moving some processes from one archaic process into a more modern process it's just a lot is on our plate right now I'm the juggler. I'm trying to keep everybody, you know, moving forward. My boss has his stuff that he's working on that, you know, it keeps him moving in a direction. And I have my stuff that I'm working on. And it's trying to keep all cylinders running on the team. It's it's a large team with a lot of moving parts. And it's not like all of us have one thing that we're all doing. 
everyone has four or five different things that they're all working on all at the same time. So keeping track of what everybody's doing at every moment in time is a challenge for one supervisor. That's why I'm doing everything I can to make sure that he has all the information he needs to succeed. That's that's what I'm doing. That's I'm also got, like I said, a lot of things that are on my plate as well and just trying to keep everything running and rolling and it's going, it's moving. Number four, um, talked to my stepmom, Kathy, yesterday. It was always great to talk to her, get caught up. That's one of the things I'm really, really bad at and have always been bad at is keeping in touch with family, keeping in touch with friends, whether it be email, Facebook, phone calls, text messages. I'm really bad at it. I, I admit that. I apologize if you are a friend or family member I have not reached out to in some time. I'm sorry. I have never been very good at that. But it was really nice to reach out to my stepmom, talk to her for a while, and see how things are going. Uh, when my father passed away, she took over the business uh, that those two started in 1981 together. Might have been late 1980. So um, I think it's great that the business was sustainable enough for her to continue to run it after he passed and you know support her for all these years after he passed away uh hopefully one day soon she'll be able to you know hang up her hat and retire and call it a day and enjoy the rest of her time without having to worry about getting up and going to work and taking care of all the little things that involve running a business you know paying employees and all of that at any rate it was great to talk to her we got caught up on a whole lot of things including everything's happening with uh, that side of the family got her all caught up with hap what's happening with uh, my favorite daughter and my wife and everything it's nice to get caught up on all of that it was a lot of fun finally number five if you saw the title of the video climbing trees i was feeling a little nostalgic today directly outside this window and across the street is a very is was a very large pine tree we've got the tree that i take pictures of the birds in that's right outside and that's in our yard but across the street was this huge pine tree and there was another one that was down the road and a couple others and they've cut all of those down long before they cut this one down this one they were right outside the window i'm on a conference call and i'm trying to listen the chainsaws are going the grinder is going they're got leaf blowers going everything going on at the same time it was on the one hand fascinating to see the efficiency that they can cut down a tree starting at the bottom chopping up the branches four or five guys hauling it off to the grinders you got a guy with a interesting trash can that had a scoop on the front so it can just slide it along and it just scoops up all the leaves and just shove all the leaves in there and dump so all that into the grinder. It was fascinating to see all of that. Did the video freeze or am I still going? I think the video froze. Something might have happened. Please stand by. I'm going to keep talking as if this kept going and hopefully it did. It appears it's still going, but we have no video. So if I'm frozen, 
I apologize. Maybe it'll come back towards the end of the video. I don't know. At any rate, I am still here. But what I got nostalgic about watching that tree get cut down was seeing a tree similar to something that when I was a kid, I would have said, hey, I'm going to the top of that. And I would have done anything I could to get to those bottom branches, which were fairly tall on this tree, and start climbing up inside that tree. Sure, it was a pine tree. Sure, it's a conifer. It has tree sap, lots of tree sap, I'm sure. As many of the trees I used to climb, we used to get done climbing, our hands would just be black and sticky with all the sap and tar from the tree. But we had fun doing it. That was the thing. It was an absolute blast climbing those trees. And I remember all around where I grew up, there were trees everywhere. Sometimes when we were younger, we'd have to give each other a boost to get up into a tree to climb. We always climbed trees, my brother and I. We built multiple tree forts. If you remember, I was talking about a landfill that we had in our backyard. In that little dump area that was in the sinkhole, there was always wood, nails, materials to build a treehouse with. And we did that. We built many a treehouse, and it was great fun. When we did that, it was always a good time. We loved building in the trees. We loved climbing the trees. We would go down to the lake and swim. When we'd get done swimming, we would go climb another tree. There was one tree in particular that was probably one of the tallest trees on what I will call the island where we grew up on Big Sandy Lake. Little small road that would go out there. But it was across the road from where we would swim. And when we'd finish swimming, we'd go over to that little landing area. And there was a boat docked over there. Not a boat dock, a boat ramp where you could launch a boat. And there was a really large tree and we would climb up that tree and get to the top of the tree. It was a lot of fun. We had a great time climbing that tree because you could see so far from the top. I don't even know how, how high it was. I know by the time we got to the top of the tree, it would sway and go back and forth. And it was, if it was a windy day, it would be a little bit scary. But at that age, we didn't care. We didn't think about getting hurt. None of us ever fell from a tree. My stepbrother, myself, my brother, none of us fell from a tree. None of us ever got hurt. Biggest thing we got was scrapes and scratches, which when you're climbing a tree, there's branches, there's everything. And of course, you know, wood ticks and other insects you would encounter while climbing the tree. It was just part of the adventure when I was a kid bugs didn't bother me when I was younger. As I got older, of course, I, I don't care for them, but I'm not absolutely mortified when I see a spider or when I see a cockroach or something. Not, that doesn't scare me. Spiders especially don't scare me. I'll cup them in my hands and take them outside and let them go. It's a spider. They don't want to eat me. They want to eat a bug. But it was, it brought back a lot of memories watching that tree get cut down also because of the fact that where I grew up in Minnesota, you needed wood for winter. And my stepfather would find somebody that was purchasing a lot that needed the lot cleared. Basically, they needed the trees removed from the lot or certain trees removed. And he would go in with my stepbrother, with my brother and I, sometimes when my, my stepbrother had been living with us, we would go out into the woods to where this lot was 
My stepfather would cut down the trees, trim the branches, cut in the logs. My brother and I would load those logs up in. We would pile the branches in a huge pile that would later be a bonfire. We would haul the logs back to our place. My brother and I would unload the logs and split them. And we would either haul them to our house for the winter or we would load them up in a very large truck and my stepfather would take that off and go sell the wood. Yeah, that's what a family did to get by. You know, you, you do whatever you can. But it was an interesting time. And like I said, it was fascinating for me having that background, watching them take that tree down with the efficiency they did, knowing how long it would take us to cut a tree down and trim the branches haul the branches away, cut it in the logs, load it up and, and carry it away. I was watching these five men just boom, 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 just rapid efficiency. That tree was probably gone in less than half an hour. And I, I was amazed. Like I said, I was on a conference call and it was frustrating and it was difficult because it was loud. Literally the truck sitting right outside my window, uh, grinding the branches. And they were big branches. It was interesting. It was it was definitely strange and like I said brought back a rush rush of memories at any rate uh, the video still appears to be frozen I don't know why we will figure this out for tomorrow this has been five a day with Jay I'm now waving at you saying thank you for joining me it's been five a day with Jay I've been Jay you've been awesome until next time